Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. How is everyone? Look at this. Two episodes and one freaking week. And I didn't think I would even have the time to even come back on. So I feel so, um, what's the word? Uh, what's the word? Like, so damn, like, accomplished right now. Like, I feel so on top of shit. Like, woo! Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I just had some free time, so... I figured let's do a psychic development episode. So this episode is going to be for people who are interested in learning random techniques about, uh, we're going to talk about clairvoyance. So for those of you who have listened, I did a episode, was it a month ago? Guys, don't, I don't know about the date, but it said clairsentience. So if you guys, there was an episode about the psychic gift of clairsentience. So today I figured why not um, tackle the other psychic gift of clairvoyance. Actually, if you guys are cool with it, I could do a whole Claire series, like a whole psychic, uh, psychic abilities, all the Claire's and go over them or, um, I don't know. I just felt drawn to do it today. So fuck it. Here we go. So I want to talk about, um, clairvoyance and the third eye and how to kind of um how to develop your clairvoyance gift and this is for people who you know let's say you don't even know you're clairvoyant or let's say oh my gosh I don't even have that gift I I can't see shit I don't know what I'm doing you know this is for people who are either like new to this or even if you're not like this is this could help people who even um, practicing intuitives who already, you know, in their, knows their gifts. And these are, I'm going to share random exercises to really open up the clairvoyant gift. As you guys know, that is my actual, um, clairvoyance is my actual strongest gift. Since I was a child, I was just being seen ghosts and dead people walking around. I mean, I've been, you know, like this forever. So figured why not just um, teach you guys how to even enhance it even more. Okay. First thing with clairvoyance, um, Clairvoyance deals with the imagination. So what does this mean? For those of you out there who are very imaginative, or if you are a visual learner, um, that's another key uh, characteristic. So going back to your childhood, guys, in your childhood, when you guys were in school, do you remember what kind of learner you were? That can also indicate what kind of psychic gift will be like your strongest in this lifetime. So some of us are auditory learners where it's about hearing, which that can correlate with clear audience. And those of us like myself, where I'm more of a visual person, I need to read something to understand it. I need to see it. Um, so that would, you know, I'm a visual, I'm a visual person. And here we are, obviously I've been seeing visions forever. So just, I uh, want to randomly throw that random, um, tidbit out but um so yeah so the third eye deals with your imagination so if you're the kind of person who has an active imagination your whole entire life um or if you are a visual learner or um anything dealing in that kind of um area you know you're already kind of um you're kind of happy you're kind of you're already taking the steps in the right directions in regards to clairvoyance so what exactly happens when spirit sends a message in the form of a vision or a visual. Um, and I'm going to explain it uh, just from my point of view. And uh, because, you know, I've been literally since I was five, six years old, I've been seeing shit. So 
I'm going to explain it from my point of view. And then I'm going to uh, teach a technique on how like random practical techniques that you guys can do um, little exercises. So this is not going to be a long episode. It's going to be some just some little some some. Um, so what does it feel like or what does it look like? So, for example, um, I'm just going to walk you guys through a, a, a thing. So when I'm in a reading, for example, um, as soon as I as soon as somebody asks a question or even in the middle of their question, I'm already seeing a vision or a visual. So if I so usually how I read energy, I go off the vibration of the tone of their voice. So as soon as they start to speak or a client, someone starts to speak, the vision's already conjuring. It's already being sent. Um, I know, isn't it funny? That's why I always, in my readings, I'm always like, hey, ask a question, you know, ask a question because I go off the vibration. The channeling starts flowing right after someone speaks. Don't know why that is for me, why I can pick up just on someone's tone or vibration, but it's just always been that way. Anyway, so the visuals start coming. And what is it? What does it appear like? It's like, um, it's like, you know, um, when, okay, I'm going to use like text messaging and stuff. You know, when we send a GIF to somebody, you know what? A, is it a GIF or is it GIF? How the fuck do you pronounce that? G I F. You know, little gifts where it's like a little move, a little uh, move it like three, four to five second movement of like a little video or picture. Y'all know what I mean. Um, so it sometimes it looks like that. So if so, I'm gonna use an example. If someone were to ask me, um, I don't know. I'm just gonna freaking uh, throw something out in the air. Uh, if someone were to ask me, hey V. Do you think that I will get married in in this lifetime or in five years? Obviously, um, you, you know, it's going to be an obviously yes or no answer, but um, the visuals can help explain in detail what's going to happen. So just like I said in my channeling episode, my clairsentience episode, you when spirit sends us a message, we'll get an overall idea. So for example, if someone asked me, hey V, will I get married in five years? Let's say I get the word yes. So I get the word yes. And what happens is I will start to see images that start to explain in detail what it will look like or what, uh, you know, little glimpses of possible scenarios that could lead up to this possible wedding. Um, also, even with every prediction, spirits also even sending in uh, messages about how they can best manifest that for themselves and how to get out of their own way so they can manifest that future. So the details start coming in in random like five to ten second movies. It looks like little quick like someone is um, sometimes the image is still. And sometimes it's really going fast, like a mini movie for like 10 seconds. So it's either a GIF, a GIF is like three to four seconds of movement, or it's like a still image, or it's like a longer image. Now the longer image ones, this is a little bit more of an advanced technique. Um, It's what's called holding a moving image. So as a clairvoyant, we can, um, you know, hold a moving image. I mean, we can kind of pause it in our minds and watch the scene play off. So you're holding it and it takes a lot of energy to sustain it, to uh, sustain holding it. Uh, But yeah, it comes in really quick flashes though. Um, And also I wanna share this info with you guys. Any Any one of you guys out there, have you ever had a conversation with somebody and as they were talking, you could see images or like, pictures or flashes in your mind so if a friend of yours was talking about i'm gonna use this for example if a friend of yours was talking about um a brown dog like a small little cute little chihuahua or something like that and let's say she was describing like hey the chihuahua was standing on the was sitting on the couch with the with the birthday hat 
And if you could see that in your mind, a little chihuahua with with a little like birthday hat on while she's talking, that is a great indicator that you have a, you're, you know, not only is your imagination wide fucking open, but it also means that, um, that is one of the signs of clairvoyance actually. So, um, damn, I guess I can make this episode signs your clairvoyant slash clairvoyant techniques. Guys, you know, I'm just all over the place, (laughs) but, um, yeah. And then also, uh, going back to visualizations and, and, and going back, what the hell? Wait, no, 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 no. I'm jumping the gun. Every time I get excited, I start like jumping from like one other thing to other things. So my bad guys. Um, okay. What the hell was I just talking about? Oh, I was using the um, excuse about the, I was using the, uh, the, um, the, the example of the dog. Okay. Going back to what I was saying before that about, um, moving images and that's what it feels like so one of the best ways to work on clairvoyance or to open up that gift as far as to exercise because guys all psychic gifts are muscles that need to be exercised like i don't care if you're the most logical person who's never like this is the newest thing like let's say you never dealt with any of this kind of spiritual stuff or any kind of psychic gifts all of a sudden you're randomly into it now late as an adult or something that's also not random at all um And so even for the most logical person, even these exercises can um, open this gift up. So number one exercise, I would definitely, definitely recommend work on visualization exercise and work on improving your imagination. So for example, let's say um, if you actually are able to like, um, I mean, it doesn't have to be in person. I mean, it doesn't really freaking matter. If you're hanging out with a friend, family member, whoever, spouse, whatever, um, have one of them describe, um, have someone describe a place. Um, and, and, and what, what I'm saying, okay, for example, like, let's say you had a friend of yours, um, describe, let's say, uh, what would the word be? Okay. Let's say one of, let ask one of your friends to say, okay, can you describe your, um, your favorite vacation or something. So I'm going to use that. Okay. Describe your favorite vacation. And as the person is, as your friend is talking, um, what's going to happen is see if your mind can start to visualize the details as the person is talking. So let's say your friend is saying like, Hey, I'm, um, I, I, uh, did a vacation in Switzerland and there was tons of green mountains and tons of cows and it was, and tons of trains. And just off of that, those three sentences, tons of mountains, tons of trains, tons of cows. See how your mind is able to conjure up the imagery and and like really challenge your brain to like conjure up the imagery um, and, and see if you can start to see random green mountains and see and roads and cows and stuff. Um, another way uh, I would also another way I would recommend as far as like uh, an exercise you can do is um, let's say, uh, OK, have another. This is kind of similar, but kind of not. OK. A person, you, you still need another person. Um, have someone you know describe once again what the what the describing. Basically, this um, the person is going to just start to uh, talk about random, like 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 a random build. You're going to build a random scenery within your own mind, utilizing your own imagination. Actually, you don't even need someone for this. Now, thinking about it, you can literally do this on the toilet in your bed. I would not recommend while driving though. Cause you know, 
you gotta freaking be present. But in places that you can just chill the fuck out, like on the toilet, in the bed, on the couch, cool. Okay, whatever. You gotta be relaxed, by the way. That's another thing. Um, you gotta be chill. You gotta be relaxed. So what you can do is create your own freaking world slash scenery. So what you do is you're gonna start with the foundation, a base level of, of imagery. So for example, we're gonna use... Um, First thing that popped up in my mind is we're going to do the beach. We're going to be at the beach. Okay. So let's say, um, as a foundation, you start to say, okay, I'm going to visualize a beach and that's it. And then what you're going to do is you're going to build upon the, the beach. You're going to, you're going to visualize and project with your own consciousness and with your own mind. You didn't, our minds are very powerful. So even for those of you who say, I, I don't know how to, I'm a bad imagination. You can do this. Start by visualizing a beach and then you start to add little things. So for example, at a beach, what are normal things you expect? A beach chair. So now I want you to add a beach chair. And then after a beach chair, you want to add an umbrella. And then after an umbrella, you can add, um, you know, a beach ball. You can add, now you can add random strangers in the background. Then you can add dolphins jumping in the ocean if you want to. So you see what we're doing here is we're actively, literally exercising that uh, imagination of yours. And so by doing this, this is opening up those pathways that are directly related to clairvoyance. Because clairvoyance is literally utilizes your imagination or the imagination juice. I mean, I know, I don't even know why I said imagination juice, but that's the best way I can describe it. Like the imagination juice or the imagination, like neural pathways, brain waves, whatever scientific shit you want to call it. I'm a called imagination juice. So the clairvoyant gift directly connects and communicates with your imagination. And that is how basically your imagination and your third eye and is all working together to um, really show you in detail uh, certain certain aspects of whether it's a message or whether it's just, you know, whatever. But these are just very common ways just to like, especially if you're new to this journey, this is a very just simple way to just like open yourself up to all things visually speaking. Now, what about the third eye, right? Because obviously with the clairvoyance, if you're seeing shit in your mind, um, oh, and by the way, clairvoyance is expressed in two different ways. And I'm gonna explain um, just off of my own life experience. I see clairvoyance and I, I see images in two ways. I see it with my eyes open and I also see them with, with my eyes closed. Um, in the beginning, I would obviously recommend with your eyes closed if this is new to you. Um, but after a while, the more you get used to it and, and you get more advanced, you're, you're going to be able to see images pop up in your mind, even while you're staring at someone's face. So, look, I'm, I watch TV. Like, look, I can watch a movie and I can literally see an image like, like random shit of like random psychic stuff I'm picking up on. So it really, um, I'm telling you, the more you're really in the, in the thick of this, <laughs> you know, the, in the, in the psychic realm and the psychic gifts, um, it can kind of appear at random. Um, obviously, you are in control of your gifts. It doesn't have to be completely random. You do, um, I would always recommend after any kind of psychic sessions or any psychic exercises to always shut down your gifts so that you are not bombarded by so many outwardly energies or random spirits or, or uh, random, uh, it could be anything, you know, entities, whatever, walking around. So always uh, shut yourself down. This is for those who are really active in this kind of lifestyle. Obviously, I would always recommend shutting down. But going back to just the basics of just act, just just um, practicing clairvoyance. Another way you can um, practice it is um, you can take like a deck of cards and like like you know like playing cards and 
let's say uh, you actually no, no 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 yeah yeah deck of playing cards works so okay you get a deck of playing cards and you shuffle them and you take a look you 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 scan with your energy or you scan with your eyes all you know you shuffle it you take about five of them out and you you look at all five of them and you memorize what it looked like you visual like you have to use your it's like kind of your memory but kind of not so you kind of have to it's like taking a picture with your mind's eye so let's say it's like a king of hearts card for example and or like a um ace of spades or something and you take a picture of it within your own mind and what you do is you reshuffle i, I wouldn't even do five cards i would start with small with two cards so let's do like king of hearts ace, ace of spades and you um like look at it you look at the red detail you look at the red heart on the card you look at the king you look at his all the details and like really stare at the card so when i say take a picture of it with your mind what i mean is that you have to direct a lot of your power and focus onto the card that's what it's really about it's projecting a lot of your focused energy onto it and so that's what helps you actually um it's kind of creating like a library like like a visual library in in your mind in your imagination and so by focusing on like looking at the details look at the red of the look at the king look what he's wearing does he have a little you know thing you know does he have a hat or you know whatever and so by going very detailed and really staring at it for a while and then stare at the ace of spades obviously ace of spades is literally just a black literal spade it's not that hard to keep in your mind and so you shuffle the two cards and then um you ask your own higher self or spirit or spirit guides whoever you want to you know or just just connect i would just go with your higher self just i would just use this with your own self just connecting with your own energy so i would connect with your higher self and say okay using my clairvoyant gift or using the clairvoyance visually show me which card basically you want to, you're at, with these two cards you're going to pick one of them and so before you use your hand to pick you're going to use your clairvoyance and see visually is the and, and let's say you let's say you want to find out where the um king of hearts card is and so you want to say in, with your intention okay which one of these is the king of hearts and then you want to allow your mind to just calm for about five seconds and see what the image pops up sometimes the image can actually show you like like an arrow pointing to the left like maybe it's on, maybe it's the card to the left or you might just actually see like uh the actual card you know whatever you want to just kind of um just be very open and you know the minute the mo ah, sorry when you're able to minimize expectations, it makes it a lot easier. So, but it's a good way of just practicing utilizing your clairvoyance, or it's kind of like um, another exercise that I always recommend, especially with people who take my class. I always recommend like, for example, if you're about to meet up with somebody and um, let's say you're gonna go out on a date or you're gonna go hang out with, with your friends or something, or let's just say one friend, let's keep it like simple. And before you go out to a restaurant to meet them there, you want to like, Focus on the, your friend's energy, like start to think about your friend, think about their name, think about their face and say, I wonder what color shirt they will be wearing when I arrive or what color jewelry or 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 shoes or or will they have an accessory or maybe will they not? So you, you want to start simple. I mean, I know I just gave like a thousand examples, but you want to start with one thing, especially at the beginning. These are all good exercises. So, for example, let's say focus on a color shirt. So let's say you're like okay i'm feeling the color yellow for some reason and then let's say you get there and the person's not wearing a yellow shirt but let's say they have a yellow accessory 
that actually is a really good sign because although you might have had the intention to focus on the shirt, but the fact that you picked up on yellow in a general sense, even if it was an accessory like a purse or, or like um, bracelets or something, that's still pretty damn good. So that means your consciousness projected itself. It's kind of like remote viewing when you project your consciousness to an, uh, another uh, place in time or another uh, location. Kind of similar to that because as you guys know, there's no limits of the mind. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, that means you still did pretty damn good. So these are just random, random ass exercises for anyone who's interested. And, um, another thing, um, about the third eye. So the third eye, there is no actual date that the third eye opens. Your third eye opens is based upon your conditioning or not conditioning. I would say actually it's based upon you getting out of any conditioning that you, you were in, in your life. When I say conditioning, I mean like programmed old ways like getting sucked up into drama like all the negativity of the world like getting sucked up into negativity that takes you away from that third eye from opening now can we go through negative experiences all of course it's life we're always going to go through some bullshit here and there let's be realistic you know but just because we go through bad times it doesn't mean it doesn't take away from our third eye obviously i'm saying before the third eye opens it and, and and honestly, with your third eye being open, it does make a lot of these clairvoyant images appear a lot more quicker and detailed. It does. Um, but with the third eye, it's not so much about like, oh, you got to eat the right foods. I mean, obviously you want to eat good for your body, but it's mainly about um, what kind of perspective you carry about yourself in this world and how you are like seeing the truth within yourself and others and in this world, like really being like living from a more intuitive space instead of a fearful space. And, you know, um, I don't know, it's more of, and, and, and it's going through those powerful, like, you know what I mean? The shadow work stuff, like going through those powerful transformations. That's a really big catalyst for opening up the third eye. Like when you go through those dark nights of the soul and those shadow work, man, that really, uh, really opens you up seriously. So it's about facing yourself and facing the truth of yourself and facing the truth of this world and understanding that, um, you know, your soul and your consciousness goes way beyond this world and and even this galaxy and and it, and it and it's and it's technically we're all you know fragments of god experiencing itself here right but the, the point of the matter you don't want to treat opening the third eye as if it's like a logical thing you have to fix like or work on like you can't treat it like oh i put I did all the right things. I ate good. I did all this. So why is my third eye not open? Like it doesn't work like that. It's a very slow journey of just, um, you know, learning to love yourself and how, how you treat yourself and others. You know what I mean? If you're like, and, and then, and then also being able to like, just to, to find, to literally, like, I always say this a lot. It's very important. You have to utilize your intuition in this life to know what's truthful in this world and what's not and not just following things blindly because when we follow things blindly that takes us away from our power which means it takes away from our third eye being open so that's why i always keep saying i don't give a fuck what's popular out there you really gotta use your intuition to see does this is this true for me does this resonate with me you have to do these check-ins with yourself um so, but yeah, the third eye deals with, it's a lot of power transformation, but it also deals with a lot of letting, <laughs> letting go, you know? Um, but in all seriousness, um, it is something that it takes a lot of deep spiritual work, a lot of spiritual discipline. It does. It's not just, you know, I know I have, a, I know I joke a lot on this podcast, talk a lot of shit, but in all seriousness, the third eye, it does take a lot of spiritual discipline, mental discipline. It does because you have to really, um, 
I mean, it's, it's a thing. It's like, I never really, um, how do I describe it? It's just, you'll know your third eye is open when you are starting to see all, you're going to have, you're going to have a lot more vivid dreams. You're going to be able to remember them. You're going to be able to, uh, see random things that a lot of people can't see in everyday reality. Meaning you can take a walk in nature and, and you may see certain things in nature or in the skies that a lot of people can't see. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, uh, your eyes open and you can even be in a store and just kind of kind of like it just you just it does enhance it just it makes you feel like very freaking intensely connected to everything and everyone that's another thing that um the third eye feels like like being it open and um and just seeing through the illusions of this world and seeing through the illusions of a lot of things um and even the illusions of our own selves and the illusions of the uh, our own narratives that we tell ourselves you know so it's it, it's a deep shit, right? It's some deep shit, but it does take a lot of, you know, work and just, you know, not giving up on yourself when things get tough. It's about having that courage to still keep going. Even when something doesn't make sense, you keep that courage and you still keep pushing forward. And um, it's basically just not giving up on yourself or when times get tough, you know, not caving in. Now, when I say caving in, I mean, like, I just mean like calling your, like being mean to yourself, like the more, like, of course, like I've been a bitch to myself. God damn. I've been the biggest bitch to myself. And I always have to literally say sorry to myself and forgive myself because I know that as humans, we are our worst critics. So when I say like, don't, don't get like cave in. I mean like that, like, you know, we're always, you know, we have our ups and downs, even towards our own selves, self judgments, blah, blah, blah. But as long as it's not, you know, um, that the darkness doesn't overpower the inner light. That's what I'm saying. You, it's like having a, a literal balance of the yin and the yang, the dark and the light, and having that balance and, and accepting all these sides of you really also, really sends you, catapults you down that journey. Um, but yeah, um, anything else with clairvoyance? Um, I don't even know why I started talking about the third eye, but you guys know I'm fucking random. I mean, at this, it's not about me being random. I think it's like, as you guys know, I I, I, I tend to just channel as I go in all these, in all my podcast episodes. I literally just, uh, I really go with the flow because I, I trust and believe that every single thing that I have to say is what I'm meant to say because God is helping me, you know, share this message, you know, all the spirits, everyone up there. So for whatever reason, this is what they, <laughs> what, what we want to be said today. Um, also with uh, clairvoyance, um, some of us, and, 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 I, and I want to talk about this other side of clairvoyance. I know that with clairvoyance, it's a very talked about gift. When we, If you think about like the old ancient days, when people talk about psychics, people automatically assume clairvoyance. And this is coming from someone who's clairvoyant, who was born clairvoyant, but... I know it's like a misconception that, oh my gosh, if I'm not seeing it, I'm not that psychic. And I want to say that's totally wrong. And I know I've said that in my other podcast episode about the clairsentience and I just had to reiterate it here again. So even if you try these exercises and you're like, oh my God, I still can't see shit. Oh no, I suck at this. Like, don't even beat yourself up because this is the whole point of life is to experiment. Experimentation means that you're going to, it's like, dibbling and dabbling it's like having a ton of like or what i call a buffet of options that you can pick from and you take the you take a little you take the food from the buffet you get to the plate and you get sit down you're like you know what now that i'm here i don't really like it and that's okay and so sometimes when even if you try these exercises and it's like let's say nothing works you're still not seeing visually that's that's okay and you know what that's a good thing because thanks to you trying you now know 
what works for you and what doesn't or what or or you now know that gift is not going to be your strongest gift in this lifetime because we do have what's called strong gifts and supporting gifts and some of us have stronger stronger like clairvoyance or stronger clear sentience or clear or clear audience and etc and some of us don't and so by doing these exercises it can help you get to know your own abilities and what's and what gifts your strongest and versus what gifts isn't so this is a great exercise not only just for improving clairvoyance but it can also help you discover if this if you're even if clairvoyance is even your strongest suit and if it's not doesn't mean there's something wrong with your ass it just means that one of the other strong one of the other psychic gifts is probably one of your strongest so actually i would totally recommend doing all kinds of um exercises dealing with all the other psychic gifts so you're able to get to know which gift is your strongest because all of our intuition all of us have an intuition and everything's filtered through the clairs as i always say um and uh yeah clairvoyance is it's i gotta say i mean it's funny sometimes like the shit i be seeing is wild you know you guys know the interactions you know um (laughs) you know from aliens and crazy stuff seeing this seeing that seeing uh spirits in my room all the time you know that's the thing that's how it is so it's like it, you also have to like i sometimes i get like like a scared little girl sometimes where i'm like where if i'm in my room and i feel someone like actually happened the other uh night actually now i'm gonna talk about it happened the other night so i'm I'm laying there i'm wired for some fucking reason it's like 2 3 a.m and i'm sitting here laughing at reels i know i can't be the only one who's like up late just cracking up well i mean i love to laugh you know gotta laugh it up so i'm, I'm on instagram i'm scrolling and i'm watching the funniest reels i'm laughing that's probably what's keeping me fucking up is laughing all that energy charge you know now just answered my problem but anyway um so i put my phone down right and i just had this eerie feeling like someone's fucking here man and i, I it's such a it starts out for me as like a, this pit in my stomach and then I put I put my my blanket over my head. <laughs> so sometimes I can't, you know, you would think I would be like, I've been seeing so many ghosts, spirits, dead people, whatever, for so many years. You would think I'd be used to it. I've been seeing it's crazy. Like when I saw my first spirit at like age seven or uh, like six or seven. I wasn't even as like scared or like hiding my head under a blanket. And here I am 32 years old and I'm like, oh, now, now I'm getting weird about it and shit. No, it's not so much like a fear thing. It's kind of like, damn, like, can I just like be alone right now? You know? So I, so this happened the other night. So I, um, I felt, so start with the eerie feeling and I was like, oh great, because I'm a clairvoyant and I'm visual, I'm going to see a fucking vision soon. I'm either going to look out, look, in, look into the corner of my room and see it, or sometimes different spirits, even if they don't show themselves with like the, like with my physical eyes open, they can project an image straight up into my mind. So that's another thing of how they communicate It's a straight up like image telepathy at this point. So I was like, oh great. If I, if I get out of this blanket, I'm either going to see something or they're going to like throw something in my mind. So I put my head out of my blanket blanket and um I did not uh luckily I didn't see like a full-blown spirit but I could see the outline of it at the corner and it's like weird because they're always just like chilling like why are you watching me (laughs) but I communicated with it and it turns out like um and it was short I thought it was like a gray alien at first but it like but it didn't look like an alien because it was kind of invisible but like it, it I don't know how to explain it and that's the thing it's like 
Oh, it's just crazy, right? It's just talking to, dealing with all of this can be so overwhelming. Like, not in a bad way. It just means, like, there's just so much more to, like, this physical reality, guys. And that's why I'm always, that's why I'm on this podcast talk, sharing all this, this wild stuff I encounter because there's so much more to this, um, this, this, this existence, at least the physical existence, at least. Um, but yeah, so with the clairvoyance, you never know what you're going to fucking see, basically. So it actually made me kind of, woman up when it comes to my like I don't I'm scared of seeing something scary what if I see something scary (laughs) so it's like I had to get over that that fear because at the end of the day I have to remember and this is something that my spirit guides always tell me is that um just be you know what I perceive as scary on a human level is not you know maybe that being is from another planet where we look scary you know what I mean so I'm looking thinking it looks scary but at but I think it's just like the shock factor you know of seeing something completely different or new but but just like anything in life whether something looks scary or whatever I'm not gonna give any of my own fears power by by like feeding it with like oh god it looks scary eh. you know it's just like kind of like um when people say that they are fearful of demons or fearful of um like for example the illuminati or something or like whatever and i'm like look the illuminati is nothing but little ass you know lost souls who have to feed off low energy for the rest of their lives like that that's that's a stupid existence and that's why i'm like why do people put all this power into them because they can only thrive off of the low energy because they don't um they don't that that's why it, it that's why i'm like i don't really talk about the luminati shit because i'm like shit i even i'm not even gonna be faced by it because psychically how i see it i see them as lost lost like it's like they're just still lost they're like like a like a like a like a young spirit like they're still like i don't know what the word is like i I, i've actually looked into the energy many years ago and that's why i don't talk about it anymore because i'm like there's nothing to fear guys these are just like imagine like a like a toddler just trying to like grab your attention constantly by whining and eventually you're gonna be like you know what why am i fearful of a toddler like whining i'm so much like you know what i mean it's like you can you can focus up you know when i say like whining it's like the energy of like or like demons people like i'm scared of demons oh my gosh and it's like the demon energy or the demons can only thrive based on your fear and they don't really i don't know i just see it differently because i've i just don't um it's a lot of fear in that energy you know and that's why it's like if you when you are operating on a very high vibration and when you're like living not in fear and seeing things for what it is which is just uh, just scared little souls who's trying to put on a scary masking looking face and trying to scare your ass because they want you to be scared because they need your fear. So once you realize, oh, the demon energy just wants my fear. Okay, let me do the opposite and say, okay, and laugh it off and say, okay, you're just a little, a little, a little, a little annoying thing just wanting my attention. All right, ignored. That's it. Literally, guys, that's it. That's really on an energetic level. This is that's the best way I can explain those those kinds of energies. So. That's where my spirit guide was telling me years ago about like, you know, don't even got to be worried about all, you know, we, we still got a spiritual battle, obviously, on this planet of light and dark. There's always different forces going on. There's different uh, things going on from the, there's a lot going on. So I get it. Evil, good, yin, yang, all these life experiences within the light and the dark, the yin and the yang. But at the end of the day, 
we can only control ourselves and control our own realities and how we choose to perceive this world and perceive ourselves. So it's really up to us if we want to just um, be fearful of people outside of ourselves and, and give them so much power with just, you know, being upset with them all the time, or we can focus and do the best we can to live our own best lives, to love our own selves, because obviously love is the complete opposite of freer. That's why I always preach confidence and love, obviously, for these reasons. And so the more that we are able to love ourselves, love one another, and be vulnerable and just, you know, and have and be confident and, you know, and um, not cave into a lot of these fears. You, that is the ripple effect that will change this world over time. But yeah. Um, and with that being said, I guess, yeah, that's pretty much it. So until the next episode, y'all, peace.